pull up. We chillin' in the PDX. Roll up the blunt. Who we having on next? Chris with the comedy, Charlie with the facts. We spitting game, feeling like some max. Everything and nothing, everything and nothing, everything and then O T H I N G. Everything and nothing, everything and nothing, everything and then O T H I N G. Welcome back to another fine episode of Everything and Nothing. I'm your host, Chris. This is my co-host, Charlie. I'm Charlie. And this week's special guest is Scott the Second. Hey! Welcome. <clears throat> Honestly, today, uh, we're going to be talking drugs, uh, sex, uh, prostitution, not necessarily in that order. Uh, eventually, maybe, we find our way to self-respect. Will we? Won't we? Find out after this. Everything and nothing. What's the matter? Aw, oh, this stupid lighter won't stick to the light post. What? Huh? Hey, what are you doing? I'm trying to get this maraca to stick, huh? Maraca? What are you trying... Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, what now? Dude, you need stickers from Sticker Ninja. Say what? Sticker Ninja makes awesome, high-quality vinyl stickers. Yeah, but I need my business logo on them. Mr. Cat's Maracas and Lighters. Yo, give Sticker Ninja your logo, and they'll make custom stickers for you. But stickers just fade in the sun, or they fall off when it rains. The stickers from Sticker Ninja are waterproof and UV-resistant. And best of all, they're from Portland. Support local businesses, dude! Sweet! Are you water resistant? So where do I find Sticker Ninja? Go to StickerNinja.com and check out their website. Get free quotes on custom jobs. And hey, use the discount code SPR10 for a 10% discount on stickers. Support Sticker Ninja and Shady Pines Radio. I'm on it! Sticker Ninja! Radio Seance, where we play some songs and then make some bad jokes. Yeah, it's a sonic journey through the fabric, fabric, fabric of time. Tuesday nights at 8. Shady Finds Radio. With your psychic friends. So, Ragstein. Welcome back. Yeah, I know. She's got a, a fancy robot voice. She does, but she lets us know that uh, you know this yeah, could this is this is your con- this is your consent sign sure. from here on in. Mm-hmm. I will have to make sure I don't say anything too incriminating. See, I started doing the math on it yesterday, and I realized that I can tell jokes about anything illegal I did before I moved. So as long as I was still in Alaska, I'm outside of the statute of limitations. I, but it varies per crime, right? Yes, but seven years is the maximum for any of the crimes I have committed. Okay, I need to look that up as well. I've only done <laughs> one thing that is uh, potentially felonious, and it was my junior year of college. Uh, but, I mean, they don't have any evidence other than my story about it. So, I mean, is that really enough for a conviction? I mean, a confession is a thing. <laughs> so there is that. I, well, Which but I'm like, there's sure no. Is your story. <laughs> but there's no proof that it's not a fabricated story, though. Well, that's true. You always have the option of falling back on, oh, I, I told that story for comedic intent. That's all. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Plausible deniability is still well within this realm. That was an yeah. artistic interpretation of the truth. You can't. <laughs> exactly. You can't prove it. Therefore, you know. I like this. I like gentlemen. The, we're setting the framework for the rest of the show right here at the beginning. That's good. Yeah, I'm, uh, this is going to work just fine. This is great. Uh, so here's the thing. Ladies and gentlemen, we do have a, a wonderful guest today. Uh, this is Scott the Second. Hey, welcome. Thank you. Hey. Uh, this, of course, is Everything and Nothing. I'm your host, Chris. This is my co-host, Charlie. Hello. And uh, as always, we're going to be bringing you about an hour-ish of fun shit. Uh, so, 
Uh, as you can tell, Scott here is uh, uh, trying not to get caught for a felony. <laughs> and uh, I'm glad that you've come to the right place to learn how to, how to discuss these things without getting acquitted. Um, <laughs> or charged. Or charged, right, hopefully. Look, That'd be nice. I'm going to drink more energy drink <laughs> and hope that that puts me at the right level. We'll see if I need a downer later. Yeah, Chris had to work today, so he's got to boost those energy levels. Oh, I uh, I totally get it. I've been working from home for almost two years now, mm-hmm. uh, ever since the start of the Panasonic, as the kids say. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it it definitely requires a lot of caffeine to even focus on work, especially when you're working from home in a studio apartment. Yeah. Well, here's what's dumb. So I don't drink coffee. Um, Why? And yeah, then I don't understand. It's gross. I don't, it tastes disgusting. I don't know why that's a confusing concept. You all have taste buds. I don't understand. The first time you tasted alcohol, did you enjoy it? No, but getting <laughs> fucked up is something I can't do without drugs. Waking myself up is something I can do without drugs. I wish I could do that. I just have to go back to sleep. I cannot do it otherwise. It, I mean, it truly is the the one drug in the world that everybody is addicted to, or almost everybody is caffeine. You know, it, it yes. is. It, it truly is. I mean, it's spread. You know from you know colonial people finding or you know colonialists finding coffee and then taking that back to europe and then it spread across europe and then you know the rest of the world mm-hmm. and, the and they say like, the and like coffee made like coffee pretty much drove the industrial revolution and the eight-hour workday and stuff like that so anyway it drove the tech revolution as well coffee and cocaine yeah. i i feel like cocaine gets a bad rap i actually recently found out that they might be similar, like uh, cacao, uh, coffee beans, espresso, espresso beans, and like cocaine are, might all be related. So I mean, that would make people, sense. It, it does. Like they all kind of are uppers a little bit. Yeah. So if people were um, less anal about, you know, drugs and whatnot, <laughs> and they weren't so pissy about them, I could be steeping a leaf of cocaine in water every day to wake up. Yeah, I think uh, one of the the worst problems with cocaine is really just the process of refining it. Yeah, is yeah. is where where most of the the worst parts come from. Just uh, like most of the, the resources we uh, extract just... from the planet, you know. Yeah. Yes. Not great working conditions. <laughs> I mean, that's why the planet is slowly dying and falling apart over refinement and over processing. This is going to be a happy episode, oh, kids. Yeah. Strap in. <laughs> straight from straight from possible crimes into, you know, horrible. <laughs> straight into capitalism, pretty much. That's, that's how I, it works. Uh, yes. Well, I mean, that's why I wear bright colors to offset my uh, depressing kind of personality and conversation. Uh, you know, I lure you in with the bright, fun colors, and you think, oh my god, he's such, like, a fun, nice person. Like, I'm gonna love talking to him. And then I hit you with, you know, depressing conversation about capitalism, how it's ruining the world, depression, all kinds of other things, and then you walk away feeling like I probably shouldn't have approached him at all. I mean, at least you have a unique and pleasant voice to listen to during those things, though. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I think it's, you know, very soothing and calming as well. So it it makes the, um you know, depression just a little bit easier to swallow. I am curious at this point, though, what is your stay at home job? Oh, I'm a web developer. Oh, very oh cool. OK. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Then the entire thing I was building has been wrecked. Congratulations. <laughs> I was Sorry, like, because yeah. I bet you have a calm, soothing voice for the same reasons I do. No. And it's I, no. No, you don't have to deal with people. a customer service person. 
yeah, I can't can't do it. Nope. Yeah. Turns out I was just abused uh, the right way uh, to make me just fucking fantastic <laughs> at it. I uh, I don't envy you. My best friend back in Michigan uh, actually is a customer service for like um, an insurance company based out of Michigan. And he, I don't understand how he has a job though, because his voice is never like soothing or nice when oh. he's on the phone talking to people. He is a total bitch, <laughs> but somehow people are just like, okay with it and i don't know how no you gotta i need you to tell me who he works for then because i <laughs> oh my god i creep charlie the fuck out it's it's just unsettling to hear sometimes can i hear it yeah <clears throat> thank you for calling fuckface incorporated my name is chris i'm a supervisor for this department how can i help you today and I keep this tone, no matter what you say or how loud you get or how many times you threaten my family, my life, my soul. No matter what you say to me, I'm going to always talk exactly like this. And there's nothing any human being can ever do to fix that. It's a real sad state of affairs. I mean, it's not it's not creepy. It's just pleasant, you know? Well, pleasant. I think what creeps Charlie out is when there is a person that Charlie can hear yelling at me. Oh, yeah. It's just from across it's just the like room, that lack and of that emotion. is still the complete tone that I have, no matter what they say or what they do. It's just, it's like that complete, it's like, uh, it reminds me of like freaking Jason, like rising out of, out of the, like with the machine. He's just like, yeah, here I am. Hi. How, what, I, I can't even get there. It. You run, you yell, you scream as loud as you want. We're going to get where we're going today. Uh, just, yeah. I am going to cut you down. You can run as far as you want, but I am still going to get you. No, yeah, I um, I guess, yeah, if you're hearing, like, the person screaming and yelling, and then you're hearing Chris just completely not react, that probably would be kind of creepy. Even better, Charlie can tell that I'm directly addressing the things that were just yelled at me, but in just the kindest, most smooth tone. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's just it's just odd. It's just it just I don't know why it freaks me out so much. Freaks some of them out too, though. I, uh, Are you a person? As a matter of fact, I am. I mean, that is literally something that is like so wild nowadays. It's like impossible to actually get a person. You just always get a machine or some automated system, and then if you continue to sound like emotionless and soulless then yes i'm pretty sure yeah. people would mistake you for another machine people frequently ask if i'm a, a machine or my favorite version of this question uh was from a chinese lady and she said are you uh abc and i was like i i'm not familiar with that term and she's like american-born chinese and i'm like no but my grandma is from thailand so wait really? she's like you Oh yeah. Oh shit! I didn't know that. She's uh she's my step grandma, but like my dad's been my dad since I was three, so that's oh. been my grandma since I was three. That's that's oh. my grandma, you know. Um, so no, I'm not. <laughs> right. That's why I was like, you don't look like you're mixed with Asian. No, no, it's all in the upbringing. Um. <laughs> I mean, I okay. Uh Tiger Grandma. Okay, I can see that. Oh yeah. Have you have you heard the bit about her getting into a knife fight with the tiger when she was growing up? You did tell that joke, I believe. That makes time. sense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And that was a true story. Oh yeah. All of my stories are true stories. Like I thought that go. one was just like she literally fought a tiger with a knife. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> would never want to piss that woman off ever. That is also how we feel about it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, my uh, life is just all kinds of fun, but we're not here to talk about me today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
You're right. You're right. Um, now I'm going to be honest. Uh, I've been forgetting to do it frequently through our episodes lately. So I'm gonna get this out of the way here early. We really only have the one segment on this show and that is the mental health check-in. Uh-huh. Uh, we started doing this ever since the soft apocalypse began, uh, where we just kind of check in, see how you've been holding up, you know, what, uh, what systems you've been using to cope. And uh, trying to maintain some sanity and buoyancy in these these wonderful times we're having here at the fall of capitalism. Um, so it's uh, uh, let me put my phone on silent. <laughs> um, so that is a really good question. Uh, I was doing, I was like mildly depressed up until August of this year and I was managing it you know uh the way that any gay whore manages their depression with dick so uh was you know getting dick fairly frequently uh from you know a couple dudes here and there uh but then August happened and uh you know what happened in August of course And then my depression kind of got a little bit worse. And then um, I actually found a therapist recently on Talkspace. And so I've been uh, communicating with her through Talkspace. I actually need to respond to her because I totally forgot to do that. Uh, It is important to respond to your therapist, yes. Especially when it's like, digital and it's like you can't you're not face to face so it's like they can't be like you didn't answer my question or you didn't respond it's totally up to me to do that so I have to like have to remember to do that but um also still using dick to cope it is such a great you know sensation such a great feeling um it really does wonders up until that moment where you're just like, I don't know his name. I <laughs> uh, don't know if he has any STIs. Probably should have had that conversation. Probably should have used a condom. At least I won't get pregnant. I mean. That uh, is an upside you can always, yeah. you always fall back on. Uh-huh. I, I can't get pregnant. Honestly, if I could get pregnant, I probably would have had a hysterectomy at this point because I would have had way too many kids. Or too many abortions. I just don't see you choosing to birth a child. I mean, I would probably birth them and either put them up for adoption or abortion, you're right, or just, you know, a sweatshop somewhere in China. Uh, I mean... Options. There's always options. If you can get them across the border, you're looking at around ten thousand per kid. But see, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of healthy new organs. I guess you know? that was back in the '90s. I don't know what that going rate is now. <laughs> I, um, mean, I just knowing that they would be harvested for organs. I mean, that just that breaks my heart. It's like if they're toiling away at like a nike factory or an apple factory like at least they're alive they might be living a miserable life but they're still alive technically true i mean reduce reuse recycle you know uh (laughs) and that is why you know i uh try to do my best to swallow instead of spit you know we gotta we gotta you know reduce (laughs) <laughs> i'm gonna give that one points that's that's not bad you know i try i try uh so uh i assume that that was your your concern for two weeks from now will be yes um i've actually gotten better about the whole condom thing but living in this city i'm you know i'm trying like when i first started having sex it was like with condoms and then I got into a relationship and we stopped using condoms and then ever since that that was like eight years ago seven something like that but like ever since then it's kind of been like a I should but it's just better without them 
but I really should. So I'm trying to like get back there, but there's like a little pill that um, I'm not sure the straights know about. It's called uh, Truvada. Yeah. That is, yeah. It uh, prevents the transmission of the two most common forms of the HIV virus. And pretty much every gay man alive is just about on Truvada now if they have, you know, access to health insurance. And so because of that, it's like, oh, I don't have to worry about any other STIs. I don't have to worry about the big one. Like I have this pill to protect me. So trying to get a gay man to, you know, use a condom is almost like trying to get a cat to take a fucking bath. It's a lot of like clawing and scratching and like, just please trust me. This is for your own good. Now I can only speak from my own experiences. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I, I must ask this, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Um, On my end, I guess it's fairly easy. I'm the one who's choosing to use the condoms all the time. And that's because right. I am uh, uh, very paranoid about ever procreating. There does not need to be more of my family mm-hmm. uh, than there already is. And I, I knew that when I was seven. Uh, so <laughs> I have been told that I will be like black the fuck out drunk. And the lady will be approaching me and trying to get me to go do a thing. And I'll just be like, oh, I don't, I don't have a condom. Sorry. Damn. <laughs> do you? And she's like, no. And I'm like, ah, sucks for me. You go have a good night, though. That's nice. <laughs> and it's just. <laughs> and so, I don't know. And I, I've always had at least the conversation about like, okay, if I can even believe the words you're going to tell me tonight. Where are you as far as STIs? Mm-hmm. Do you d- take the pill? Where are we at on that? Is that is it hard to slip into a conversation as a gay man? Uh, no. So there were a lot of questions that I used to ask when I was younger. Uh, and sometimes I still ask them. Um, the main one, like, what's your HIV status? Um, you know, when was the last time you were tested for STIs? Are you having any symptoms? Um, like what makes you rock hard and what makes you come? So like, those are some of the questions that I would typically ask. Uh, and the last two, it's just like, okay, what can I do to turn you on to make sure that we're good to go? Yeah. And then when I am ready to kick you out of my apartment or make my escape, what can I do to end everything? Um, and Like, I feel like because a lot of gay men spend their entire life lying about who they are, they just continue the lies when they're in the community and just doing whatever. Uh, Because guys will, you know, say, yes, I was tested recently and I haven't had unprotected sex in like weeks or whatever and then it's like oh well that's great because you just fucked me two weeks ago without a condom and now all of a sudden I have pus leaking out of my ass uh you're sure you've been tested recently because uh my body is saying that's a lie and the test results are saying that it's a lie (laughs) I was waiting for the Mori line. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's just, it's like, it's really difficult to know who is and isn't being truthful. And like, it's also sometimes hard to know, like, did this one give it to me or did that one give it to me? If you're having yeah. uh, a lot of unprotected sex quite frequently. So um luckily though with most things it's just take this pill get this shot you're fine now when are we getting universal health (laughs) care you know and that is one of the things that pisses me off about having to actually get tested for stis like i have health insurance and it pretty much covers everything and like i just have to pay a copay whenever i go to the doctor or whatever but if i get like STI testing done like and I go to my doctor and he does it through the lab and all that stuff and through the insurance 
there's always like six or seven dollars left over where it's like, oh, I have to pay that. And it's like, what is this six or seven dollars coming from? Why the fuck can't you just cover the whole thing? Did you use like expensive, exclusive fucking cotton swabs or cotton balls or something? Why do I have to pay seven dollars and 47 cents? Just pay the whole thing. See, I handle pet insurance. Well, not even pet insurance. Wellness plans for pets. So I actually am very bad at knowing how regular people insurance works. It's why mine goes so unused, despite the fact that I'm told I have great insurance. <laughs> why don't you use it? Well, the one thing I use it for is therapy. So at least it gets used there. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I haven't seen a doctor since... They fixed my hernia. Um, so that's like 13 years now. And like, if you get a sniffle, do you just wait for it to go away? Yeah. And you're with your girlfriend. You've been with her for a while now, I'm assuming. Almost a year. So, like, if your dick got a sniffle, would you also just wait for that to go away? Well, depends on the kind of sniffle we're talking. I will admit, you've you've heard the the strawberry frosted Wheaties joke, yeah? No, no. Um, to to sum it up here, and you'll just have to hear the full version someday. I came blood on a lady once. <laughs> Oh, so your dick had a very bad sniffle. Well, here's the thing. I went to WebMD about it, and it was just like, are you under 40? And I said, yes, because I am. Uh, and then it said, cool, you're not required to see a doctor. Sometimes things just happen. And then uh, nothing has ever happened bad about it since. You you do know that like WebMD is not the best source for like medical diagnosis if you're not a professional, because you can go there with like flu symptoms or any symptoms and think you have Ebola, the plague, <laughs> HIV, COVID, like it really requires like a medical Yeah, but it didn't give me any of that. About. It just said, no, nah, you're good. I would not trust WebMD if I like ejaculated blood out of my penis i would definitely have sought like sought out a professional at that point well i didn't have the insurance at that point and then i also haven't come blood again since so well here's a little tip for you and all of the people that listen to your podcast there are clinics that you can go to uh wherever you are and most of the clinics, if they're decent clinics and you don't have insurance, will not charge you over a specific amount. I know here in Portland, it's like, I think a flat $50 if you go to the clinic. And then um, other places, if you don't have insurance, they might ask you, you know, well, what can you afford to pay? Also, Planned Parenthood is the same. It's like a, what can you afford to pay today if, you know, you don't have insurance? But uh, yeah, you can go to a clinic for any kind of genital issues that you have. Yeah. I did not for that. I've gone to Planned Parenthood for other things since, but no, I did not go in for that. How long ago was that? Four years now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I uh, I don't know. I have always been someone that it's been like, okay, I have to go get tested. Like the very first time I actually had gay sex as an adult, I uh, had an HIV scare. So like I had to go get tested. And so I've just been used to it since then. Like, I don't feel right. I think I could have something. Let me go, you know, see about my genitals and make sure I'm okay. Yeah. I go so long between people that it's, if I had a thing, I know who gave it to me. 
<laughs> you know, and that's the beautiful thing about being in a relationship. You don't have to wonder and you don't have to worry. Oh, no. I mean, I'm just a fat, straight white dude. That You just go long periods of time between partners sometimes. <laughs> it's... <laughs> I mean... Yeah. I don't... Well, I don't, I don't know about that. Because, like, in the straight world, it seems like that wouldn't be a problem. It seems like you would be able to still hook up with a lot of women if you wanted to. That's not that's not the case in the straight world. I don't Dave. think it's been our experience. Well, to least. be fair, part of that, for me at least, uh, comes from up until seven years ago, I lived in an environment where the gender ratio was 10 to 1. What, 10 uh, dudes to 1 women? Yeah. Oh, okay, well. Um, so yeah, in Alaska, women get to just pick who they want and everybody else can just, I don't know, be lonely or die. Um, what Alaska's for <laughs> being lonely and dying. Yeah, that that would make a lot of the choices there make sense. <laughs> what is it? To one person fair. for every one point six seven square miles, something like that. Like, yeah, damn. Well, well but it makes sense. Only reason my dad got sent there, well, my father got sent there. Uh, was because he kept starting orgies with officers' wives. Uh, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean he got sent to Alaska for starting orgies with opposite wives? He had more than one wife. No, oh, officers' so, wives. Officers, police yeah. officers. No, 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 his higher-ups. He was in the Air Force. Oh, um, and so he just kept uh, doing that too many times. And uh, they were like, well, try to have a heart on in Alaska. And then he did for a couple of years until he died. <laughs> okay. Your uh, father sounds like a very interesting man. Um, I probably would have enjoyed having conversations with him because he sounds like he was also a very sexual man. He was. Uh, he was, which is unfortunate uh, in some areas, but that's fine. It's all good. Uh no, yeah. I um I have a new daddy now. You do, you do. And yeah, it sounds like he's been a good father to you since you were <laughs> Does it? Maybe you uh, haven't heard those stories. It's okay. Either. It's okay. We're... I'm I'm hoping he's been a good father to you since okay. Well, I mean, uh well, that's what the therapist is for, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Chuck earns oh. his keep. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I feel like everybody needs a therapist, honestly, especially with everything we've been going through for the past like year or so. It just feels like we all need one. Oh, yeah. I've uh, I had a hard time being around people before. And then they gave me a computer and they sent me home and my brain went into lockdown mode because I'm used to just having to stay inside for like three or four weeks at a time. Mm -hmm. you know we're just gonna have a bad storm i'm gonna gear up and we're gonna wait this out but it's been two years now and my brain is still like we're waiting it out we're 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 still waiting and i'm like we were supposed to have taken a break on this somewhere right i <laughs> i mean the break was supposed to happen when we got vaccines and <laughs> yeah. the break was supposed to happen when they were like wear a fucking mask but yeah Two are. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Two weeks. And we wouldn't be here. Can't do it. Uh, nope. <sighs> well, I mean, I don't know. It's uh <laughs> it's been fun to just see, you know, uh who believes in science, who doesn't believe in science. Um yeah, I, I just feel like... pretty much where I thought they were already, though. So really, for the most part, Jesus loving people, not believing in science, that checked out to me. I mean, you're right, you're right, but I don't know. There's been some people that have like 
confused me or baffled me. Like there's been some people who are like extreme leftists that like are just not believing the science for like conspiracy reasons and whatnot. And I'm just like, but we're all getting the exact same vaccine. So like, why are you? Yeah. Are you referencing someone in particular at the moment? I'm not gonna say names. I can't do that. Well, given the history of this podcast, I'm gonna give it about two (laughs) minutes before you give us that name. But we, you know, you could be the first and and I will be (laughs) both proud and impressed of how how far we've come. You could be the first to not accidentally drop the name two minutes later. So (laughs) I, I probably would. It's like, it's not, anyone in particular it's just yeah. like people people that i've seen on facebook and people that i've seen on instagram posting different things and it's just like mm, i didn't think you were like this but good to know yeah i mean very early on uh there was people that i knew that like i kind of like i thought i had a handle on where they were either politically or just like you know what on kind of what i stood on and, and they were coming to me with the pandemic video and like it, it was all made up and like just pump the brakes like holy crap what there's a lady i worked with uh when i was doing um fleet service at the airport in alaska um and she was studying to be an emt right and she would help me out with all kinds of uh fun uh medical issues i was having at the time uh we're still pretty sure that when I sneeze, sometimes I just have a minor heart attack, and that's fine. Um, you really should see a doctor. <laughs> it just hurts like super bad in my shoulder sometimes when I sneeze, and that pain shoots kind of down my right arm. It's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. It's not fine. And look, I'm not going to make enough money to retire ever. So, like, death is my only way out. <laughs> I know that. And that's fine because that's not going to change in my lifetime. It, true. This is true. Plus, I mean, the sun's going to burn us all to death in like 20 years anyway. So, like, what am I sticking around for? Mm, it'll be like 100 or 200, but you're right. No, I believe in Elon Musk. What about Elon? Do you believe? No, no, no. He's going to do some super villain level idiot fucking shit that is going to wreck us irrevocably. Like he's going to just fuck the ozone layers so hard. It's just going to insta fry like an entire continent. And then we're going to go, oh shit, that's just open now. And I give it about a couple months after that before everything boils to the point where we die. Uh, I was gonna say Bezos would probably do that. Yeah, I'm more of a Bezos move. Yeah, like like Elon would love to try to destroy the world, but you know Bezos has the money to actually do it. Right, <laughs> and he and he controls everything. So yes, well, and he's also like doing the whole like what is his company? It's like Blue, Blue something. Origin. Blue Origin. Blue Origin. Yeah, it's a. Uh, the fact that he's also trying to go into space, the fact that he's trying to get William Shatner to go with him. He went. The, Shatner he, went to space. He is back. And came back and didn't die. He did not die. And he like, was like, he was like crying coming out of the pod. He's like, oh my God, you've given me something he, I've never, he, I could never he experience. He got everything out of it that Bezos did not. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, oh my God, we're all one world, one planet. We have to come together. How could I not have? Like and, and this is a known phenomenon of astronauts. Like they say that you go up and you see the world like that, and you kind of experience this whole kind of co- connectedness to your planet that you've never had before. It just uh, breaks your brain in a fun way. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, Bezos has not experienced that in any way. Does not care. I mean, Bezos is trying to create like a mining town like he wants to create a t- I saw an article about this he wants to create a town where it's like an amazon kind of owned town where it's Hyper like cities he, yes and it's like 
if someone is that fucking greedy that they want to do that, I feel like there's nothing that could like make them have any kind of empathy or connection to the world and humanity. Like his humanity is gone. <laughs> yeah, I'm also pretty sure the only reason he wants to go to space for his mining colonies here is because he's been trying to get the Amazon cities started here on Earth, but we have too many laws. And he's like, well, there ain't no laws in space. So, yeah, that's probably why he's trying to, like, get out into space and figure out how to do a lunar colony or something like that, where, you know, your packages will come from the lunar Amazon colony. It'll probably take, you know, a little bit of extra time to get your package, but you know, it'll just fall straight through your ceiling instead of coming through your door. Everybody just, gets a shoot involved, uh, installed into their house. <laughs> it's like a reverse chimney. Yeah. <laughs> Bloomberg and pay for this. Sorry, I'm trying to look up an article about the Amazon factory cities, but oh, yeah, behind I just, a paywall. I it and it was just like. It was wild to me because we learned in school about the mining towns. Yeah. It's like they they kind of did that in like the mining towns and whatnot, or at least I think we learned that. And yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah. And it's just like, why are we doing that all over again a hundred years later? <laughs> because yeah. uh, you know, now all these big companies uh pretty much just control everything because they can now essentially vote <laughs> plus a lot of people didn't learn almost anything in school about yeah. history so pretty much on purpose by uh you the know. kinds of people that have the money to make this happen yeah <laughs> well you're right because like our public education system is shit and a lot of the books are outdated in most public school systems so yeah yeah but somehow we're still the greatest country on earth. Oh, we we believe that. For some Last reason, they... never believed that. <laughs> I mean, I am like probably eighty to a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt at this point, and yeah. I will probably never be able to pay that off in my lifetime. Uh, and. Our healthcare is tied to employment and our roads are falling apart. Our infrastructure is falling apart. Like there's so many reasons why we aren't the greatest country on earth, but yeah. We so all many. Believe it. <laughs> yeah. Like Amazon, Amazon owns all the, or owns its own delivering stuff right now. Right, they've got the Amazon trucks, which are actually they're all contracted out, but you know, whatever. So they, they're building their own kind of infrastructure in the form of delivering stuff, but you know, they could you know, Jeff Bezos could pay to redo the infrastructure of the country. I mean, almost Jeff could Bezos do... could pay his fucking taxes and we could rebuild some goddamn roads, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. But instead, he's gonna, you know, they're gonna focus on just controlling all the infrastructure and all the. They're gonna make their own town where they just control everything. There's and no, there's no laws. You know, it's just you do what we say. You sleep and we say. You wake up and we say. Oh my god. Uh, I keep waiting for the day when I wake up and it's like the people have stormed the capital and they're but like you know, in the good way. In a good way, not <laughs> January sixth storm the capital, but like. The the people who are more like pro labor, pro equity, economic, all that shit. Like the right people have stormed the capital, and not far right, but like yeah. right. <laughs> and the people that actually want all people to be equal, and you know they want benefits for everybody. Those people have stormed the capital, and they're like trying to take over. Uh, oh yeah, but, I'm I'm waiting for Bastille Day Electric Boogaloo. Yes, hasn't happened yet. <laughs> no, but okay. Let's let's not let's not be that dour. There's glimmers of hope. Uh, 
Ayatzi, uh, the <laughs> the the union uh, the, of all the backstage people who work on all the Netflix shows and all the TV shows and all the movies you love to watch. Uh, the workers on are, are preparing to strike. They're trying to reach a deal. Uh, always got to support anybody, any union. You have to support union action if you believe that, you know. I want to support them. I truly do. But I am trapped in my house well, pretty okay. much all day, every day. What the fuck am I supposed to do Read. if I can't put Netflix on while I'm working? Or I I'm can't. Not, I'm not saying on. that, obviously. I just, you know. I mean, I don't know. I I believe in suffering for a cause. Like if if I genuinely believe in this, and I haven't paid for Netflix in like two years anyway. So <laughs> I uh I pay for it. I think my mom uses my Netflix, my dad uses it, my niece uses it. So Yeah, we're I mean, no. I'm like I, it's I'm I'm not saying we should boycott Netflix. It's not just Netflix. Because it's it's all of these streaming services, and it's all you know, movie studios. It's you know, it's all producers in Hollywood that are that set the wages, and we're able to set lower wages uh, when this deal was signed. So, um, you know, that that's all they want is just higher wages and better working conditions. <laughs> I think. Abby, it's like they just want to be treated like people and humans. I think and a lot of people want that. Yeah, but no, you you have to, you know, enhance the company's bottom line. So you're not a person. Exactly. Nah. And, uh, the, and the John Deere uh, factory workers also striking right now. So I, I, I love the fact that everybody is striking, honestly, because yeah. it's like we've been exploited for so long. It's just it's insane to me because it's like. Literally a hundred years ago, they were doing the same thing for like similar reasons. And it's like, we're repeating history, like almost exactly. I'm kind of afraid though, because like, that means if we're repeating it exactly in the 60s, there will be another like race riot. And I don't know if I want to be around for that. Point of order. We are not doing it exactly the same way we did before. Um. Because before what happened is we started off murdering people that ran uh, these kinds of factories and the people that were doing this shit and just beating them in front of their family. And then uh, to stop doing that, we agreed to have a union. Unions were what we did as an alternative to that. And I think the real problem is that we are not uh, doing what we did before and people don't take you seriously. I mean, I, uh, yes, that whole peaceful protest thing is bullshit. Burn shit, break shit, kill people if you have to. But yeah, you have to be a little violent in order to get you away. So you gotta, you know, pick your battles, right? True. But uh, yeah, if somebody's genuinely just a monster, you should be able to get rid of them like you would any monster. I, mm, these monsters are very, you know, like gigantic now facebook is a huge monster amazon is a monster google and we all depend on these monsters and they've infiltrated our lives so okay but say for example um google does collapse right whatever happens to the people at the top we have a purge right and they just get fucking taken out and then nobody's running google anymore well we've still got what 3,000 IT people that all know how to make a cohesive network. We're going to build a different thing. I mean, I feel like Google wouldn't, if like you killed the execs at Google and like, and I I was going to say like, if you burn the building down or whatever, I don't think it would take down the internet and it wouldn't because a lot of the stuff is decentralized and they there's other companies behind the big companies that kind of support their infrastructure and allow them to operate and exist. So we honestly could, you know, take down Google. We would just have to use Bing for searching and we would have to, you know, maybe bring back uh, AltaVista, Ask Jeeves and all those alternatives. But uh, see, I would take Ask Jeeves back. I miss it so much. 
<laughs> what I, happened? You know, what happened to Ask Jeeves? I think it's still a thing. Maybe. I'm looking it up. I don't think so. I think it stopped working like three years ago. It's we're gonna find out if I'm wrong. Everyone just uses Google now, but I mean, okay, there's yeah. other search engines that exist. There is still ask.com. There's no longer a Jeeves, but it's just called Ask. It's still here. Hmm. Uh, five TV shows and movies that <gasps> mention menopause. <laughs> Thanks, ask.com. Maintaining relevance. That's that's what they did. That is interesting. I might have to uh, use ask.com. I always have a lot of random questions. It's just like, I don't want Google to know that I'm asking these questions, but a random website that I am uh, almost certain is not connected to Google. I feel like I can ask the questions there. Yeah, um, what I like to do is I have a third party uh, system in place. Um, that being, I asked Charlie and his search history is fucked. Um, <laughs> it's really bad, honestly. <laughs> uh, an- another option uh, is Ecosia, E-C-O-S-I-A. And it's a search, en- it's a search engine and every time you search, uh, they plant a tree. Oh, and you can just—it's just a. I don't believe that. You can add it to your like Google Chrome, so it'll just do it automatically every time you search Google. Uh, but like, yeah. what are they just got a guy out in the Amazon right now with a fucking ticker and a shovel just waiting? <laughs> uh, <laughs> one more. Yeah. We need one more. Brazil, Burkina Faso, or Faso, and um, Indonesia apparently. The podcast is like two years old now. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Oh, so wait, you have like a dedicated fan yeah. base thing. <laughs> Season sure. two. Oh shit, no. <laughs> we've got we've got like four people that are pretty consistent according to the metrics we can find. Okay. Well, uh, I we're mean... just too dumb to quit is uh no we're just hopeful chris taking off here we go well but i mean like i uh one of the podcasts that i actually listened to uh they talked about this a little bit and about how one of the issues with doing podcasts now is that celebrities have started doing podcasts and so yeah how the fuck am i gonna compete with that yeah it's like before they would get invited to do random podcasts and that's how you would get an audience it's like you get this celebrity to come to your podcast but they now all have their own so it's like they don't have to go to like other people and whatnot so they don't bring their own audiences an uphill battle now yeah so far my two uh most famous people on this show have been Stephen Bruce, uh, who is a New York Times bestselling author, um, and Dahlia. And <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Those, those are my two most famous people that have been on this show, as far as I know. I mean, Dahlia especially is blowing up now since she wrote the article for uh, The Guardian. The Guardian, yeah. Responding to Chappelle's special. So. We released the episode, and maybe you could get some uh, people to come in and take a look. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. I don't know, we just put everything out on Spotify and hope for the best. That's the way everybody does it. It's a free for all. Well, I'm going to be honest. I think at this point, uh, we've held you captive long enough. We really only use like 40 minutes of this in the end. Well, but I mean, you have to get enough stuff to like, exactly. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no. We've we've learned, especially Dahlia likes to point out every time uh, that we have uh, blank space on the show. Gotta <laughs> She's like, what's your out. next topic? Or what's your next segment? I'm like, we told you, there's one segment. The rest of this is just made up as we go. 
a conversation. It's just a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, this has been fun. Um, honestly, I'd like to have you back at some point here soonish. If you're if you're into that, I know that you have a show coming up here in a couple of days. I do. Um, Fortunately, that show will happen before this episode airs. Uh, so it sucks to be everybody listening right now. Uh, but keep a lookout uh, at the end of the show. As always, we're going to send you uh, all the information you need to find Scott the Second when you want to uh, and get in on all the goodness. Yes, I actually have uh, some shows coming up in November. Nice. That if you follow me on social media, you can find them. It'll be uh, November 13th and November 17th, I believe. Well, Charlie, as always, I want to thank you for coming out and doing this with me. Uh, Scott, thanks so much for coming out and doing this with us. Uh, It's always fun having a new person on for the first time, just to see how it's going to wind up going. And I'm glad that I'd pretty much pegged this as a very uh, sexual innuendo-themed episode. I was just right about that, and I appreciate being right. I don't even uh, think it was innuendo. Have, I don't even think to... we used a little innuendo. It was all just <laughs> there. That's Gotta be direct. Gotta yeah. be direct. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, being direct, thank you so much for being here, but go the fuck away. I'm out. <laughs> All right, there we go. Another episode frozen in liquid carbonite stored on the, the walls of Jabba's palace for all to see. Uh, hey, hey, everybody. What did we learn today? We learned uh, that sex addiction leads to a lack of self-respect. It can't. Uh we learned that getting stabbed a bunch uh, is a bad sign in a relationship. We learned that communication is key. Uh, I think that was a lot of a lot of what we learned. I uh, I would like to say that uh, as a caveat to getting stabbed, we learned that uh, the only kind of good stabbing is a stabbing with a phallus. <laughs> or a phallic-shaped object into an orifice. We also learned that somebody wants to fuck Jesus's hands. You know what the best kind of stabbing is? Getting stabbed with a syringe. Get vaccinated, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give that points. That was thank solid. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much, Scott, uh, for being here. Uh, this is your first time on the show. Please come back. Uh, where can people find you? And got stuff going on um depending on when this comes out i have a show on november 13th at the alberta abbey uh i'll be a feature on the show not sure what the time of it is i know um it was very surprising to get that uh information but uh if you want to follow me on the socials and you want to uh find out about those shows and more uh, my Instagram is Avery G Scott the second, and the second is with two eyes. That is also my TikTok as well, and that is where I am the most active. And if you want to follow us on the show, socials, uh, you can also follow us Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, and we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash everything podcast. Uh, we have an email address, everything and nothing 2020 at hotmail.com. You can hit us up with questions, comments, and concerns, mainly concerns at this point. Uh, no, people have questions about this shit too. I'm pretty sure people have questions. That's fair. Uh, and, uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple podcasts, or anywhere else you get your podcast pretty much. You know where and, else you can listen to us? Oh, please tell us, Chris. I want to hear it. <laughs> Every Thursday morning from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. That's right. And uh, yeah, again, thanks everybody for listening. And any last words? Um, 
get vaccinated, call your mother. Uh, also, make sure you come at least once a day. That's fair. Ellipses. <laughs> All right, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs>